Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Southern Gal Reads. My name is Wheezy, and today I'll be talking about the books I bought in November. I miss going to bookstores. I miss browsing the shelves, especially at used bookstores, but I am also just deeply uncomfortable with being in public and around others more than necessary at this point in the pandemic. I'm sure if you live in the U.S. that you're probably going through a similar thing where your numbers are just rising daily and um, in my state and especially in my county, things are just spiraling out of control. So if I don't have to go out, I just don't. And that's why I'm really thankful that one of the local indie bookstores I used to frequent had a Black Friday deal where if you gave them three recommendations, they would make a grab bag for you for $15. I ended up getting three paperbacks and three hardbacks, all of them in really good shape. This is a used bookstore. Um, And I was just really surprised at how they took my three recommendations and really kind of put together this bag of books that don't seem to fit together. Um, And I'm excited to read them and, and see if I do like them. The first book I got was Four Dead Queens by Astrid Schulte. This book is about 17-year-old Carolee, who steals a package from this guy named Baron, and they both end up in this wild conspiracy that leaves all four of their queens dead, and they kind of have to team up to solve the mystery of who killed the queens. I think I actually unhauled this book last year after seeing bad reviews, but maybe this is fate. This has been the year of reading books that I previously didn't like and ended up loving. So uh, maybe it's, it's fate that it's come back to me. So I'm definitely going to give this a chance. The second book was Mr. Tender's Girl by Carter Wilson. I've actually wanted to read this one for a while because it's loosely based around the Slender Man trials, which if you don't know what that is, um, in 2014, two 12-year-old girls, Morgan Geyser and Anissa Weir, lured their friend into the woods and stabbed her 19 times. The girl, Peyton, uh, survived the attack and the two girls were arrested and they confessed that they attacked Peyton in order to gain favor with this fictional boogeyman called Slenderman. Mr. Tender's Girl has a very similar premise, but explores the victim's life as an adult. I'm excited to read this, but I've also been kind of weary after seeing some interviews with the author where he said that he started reading about the case and then stopped because he wanted to write this book fictionalizing um, this attack and I'm not really sure how I feel about this because this isn't like some sensationalized story this 
actually happen to a 12-year-old girl who is going to have to live with the consequences for the rest of her life. So uh, we'll see how I end up liking this one. The Widow by Fiona Barton. This is about a woman whose husband was suspected of committing a crime and from what I can tell from the synopsis she sort of enabled him to keep doing whatever crime he was doing um, by lying to the police but when her husband dies she decides that she wants to tell the truth and tell the story of what her life was like living with him. The fourth book was Girls with Sharp Sticks by Suzanne Young. This is about an academy that basically trains young, beautiful uh, girls how to become socialites. And of course, nothing is what it seems, and the girls start unraveling the secrets of the school. I think I have an e-arc of this one, and I ended up never reading it. Um, I remember starting it and just being like, oh, this doesn't seem like it's for me. But, um, like I said, maybe it's fate that these books are coming back to me. So, I'm going to give it a try, at least, and uh, see how I feel about it. The fifth book was The Dead Path by Stephen M. Irwin. This is a story about a man who becomes haunted after his wife dies. <clears throat> he tries to escape his childhood home and ends up being suspected of murder while also being targeted as the next victim of some evil entity that lives in the woods. And the last book in my grab bag was Watch Me Disappear by Janelle Brown. Um, this one's about a mom who goes missing while hiking and her teenage daughter and husband are trying to figure out what happened while dealing with their grief. And I heard someone say that this has strong Gone Girl vibes, which is, you know, kind of a huge spoiler, but I'm excited to see how this one plays out. I've heard a lot of good things about Janelle Brown, so and I've always kind of wanted to read some of her books, so here's the perfect opportunity for that. took advantage of Amazon's buy two get one free deal and while I know Amazon is not ideal and is on everyone's shit list for good reason uh, sometimes it's just one of those evils you partake in when you are not wealthy and you live in a capitalistic society I ordered two books from Amazon that I've already read and loved but I wanted physical copies for my collection. The first was Burn Our Bodies Down by Rory Power. This is about a girl who runs away to meet her estranged grandma and basically learns why they were estranged. Um, if you like folk horror, I think that uh, Rory Powers does a really good job with that, so definitely pick that one up. And the second book was Ghostwood Song by Erica Waters, which, again, I've not shut up about, and you can listen to me talk all about it in episode 8. 
I also bought the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by Grady Hendrix. This is set in the early 90s and is about a group of suburban moms who have a true crime book club and end up teaming up to prove their new neighbor is a vampire. And I actually just finished this one last night. I can't wait to do a review for it. Um, I... Grady Hendrix's books have been hit and miss with me a lot. I really loved My Best Friend's Exorcism um, and did not care so much for We Sold Our Souls. Um, Horror Store was a really good one, and now I can add um, The Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires to a list of the books he's written that I love. The next book I bought was The Falling in Love Montage by Clara Smith. This one follows two uh, queer girls as they go on a series of not date dates, but find themselves falling in love. This just seems really cute. I'm not a huge, huge fan of contemporary YA anymore, but um, if it's gay, I'll read it. I mean, that's just how it is. <laughs> I have desperately been wanting to read Girl Serpent Thorn, but I was really holding out for that special edition pink cover but I've pretty much realized at this point that's not happening because uh, people are pulling a Sasha and trying to sell them for like 80 to 100 dollars and that's just not happening so this is a story about a girl who has a poison touch and she's kept isolated and as she decides if she wants to basically be free of this curse she starts learning what power her curse might actually have for her. Another book I've been dying to read is Horrid by Katrina Leto. This is a contemporary horror novel about a girl who moves back into her mom's childhood home after her dad dies and finds this secret room and starts uncovering family secrets. This one explores things like mental illness, rage, and grief, so I'm really excited to read it, and the cover is absolutely beautiful. And the last book I ordered was Almost Maine by John Cariani. This takes place in a little town called Almost Maine and shows one winter night where the town's residents find themselves falling in and out of love in the strangest ways. The next five books I bought were ebooks. I got Harrow the Ninth by Tamsin Muir. This is the sequel to Gideon the Ninth, which I also still need to read. Um, I got The Descent by Jeff Wong, which is the Spooky Bitches Book Club's December read, and The Brightlands by John Fram, which was on, I think, the Goodreads horror list. Um, as one of the top like 15 or top 10 um, horror reads and it just sounds really interesting so uh, it was on sale so no harm no foul right um, and then I got Salvage the Bones by Jasmine Ward um, and I think I saw that one on another horror list I don't think it was part of the voting but um, it came recommended by someone on my Goodreads list that I really trust their recommendations so it was also on sale so I got that one too 
And the last ebook I got was Christmas in Bayberry by Jennifer Fay because everyone deserves a little Christmas romance in their lives. <laughs> Which is where my thrift books order came in. I haven't ordered much from them this year, but they always come in clutch when I need decent priced backlist books. I ordered The Nine Lives of Christmas, which I just finished by Sheila Roberts. Um, this is a Hallmark movie, or they made it into a Hallmark movie. I think the movie's way better. The book's okay. It's about this cat that decides he's going to rescue his human and hook him up with some girl. And I just feel like the movie's way more, like, I don't know, cuddly and cute, and the book's just kind of like... Oh, he's an asshole, and the book's kind of misogynistic. So, anyways, <laughs> I also got The Christmas Secret by Donna Van Leer and An Unforgettable Christmas by Jenny Baird. Um, all of these basically have the same plot. You know, guy meets girl, one of them hates Christmas, one of them convinces the other to love Christmas, they fall in love. Um, but it's Christmas time, so we don't care that they have the same plot. Uh, we are allowed to read whatever Christmas miracle books we want. <laughs> and that's everything I bought in November. Uh, I have not bought this many books in a while. Um, I always end up buying a lot at the end of the year because of all the good sales. So, you know, it, it seems like a lot of books, but... It, it is a lot of books. We'll just leave it at that. And that's it for this episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. And I hope y'all will come back real soon for another episode of Southern Gal Reads. <laughs>